0: Hello, I'm Brendan Ogle and welcome to the third episode of the podcast, Left is Right. It's Friday the 14th of April and I'm speaking to you from Dublin, Ireland. This is a short podcast. Uh, the intended podcast was a conversation between myself and my friend in the United States, political activist and feminist Nalini Stamp. Nalini has been unwell for a few days with COVID-19. And hopefully we'll be able to talk to her soon she's on the road to recovery in the meantime we continue to find our way through this pandemic we had a few bumps along the road and people will not be unaware that certainly social media is agog today with the behavior the arrival yesterday of a plane from uh, bulgaria with migrant workers to work for local uh, agriculture and fruit and farm company keelings I'm just going to give some thoughts on that. So it's not going to take long to listen to this podcast. I hope to be making another one soon. I've promised to get new recording material, new microphones and speakers to make the sound a bit better. I did order them over a week ago, but I suppose because of the pandemic as well, things are a bit slower and they haven't arrived yet. So again, this will just take you 15 or 20 minutes. It's my views on that incident that has happened in Dublin in the last 24 hours. That's all it is. Um, Thank you for listening. Please like and share the podcast. Welcome to Left is Right. Okay, I want to talk to you about keelings and the emergency strawberries. I'm out on my daily uh, walk, so I can guarantee you this podcast will last no longer than two kilometers. Before I talk about Keelings, I have to stress for all the rabid racists out there, I support migrant workers. I was a migrant worker. I worked in the United United Kingdom for several years. Any Irish person that did that, whether it was you, Brothers, sisters, the States, Australia, anywhere other than Ireland. Whether it was your mother, your father, your brother or your sister, anybody connected with you. They're migrant workers. Just remember that when you're spreading your hate. So I support migrant workers and I support migrant workers coming to this country, enriching this country, enriching our culture. Not only do I support them, as a trade unionist, I represent them. I spent most of today talking to a migrant worker member and comrade of ours, Julia Marchiniak, who's just done a rather short interview on RTE. Um, that's an issue for another podcast, maybe. So what I'm about to say next should not be mis- misinterpreted by racists trying to stoke up hate in our community um, as anti-migrant worker. It's absolutely not. So that's the health warning. Now back to Keelings. My God. We have to listen to some crap in this country. I know a little bit about Keelings. Two years ago, in 2018, a chap called Richie McRitchie of the Larkin Unemployed Centre got in touch with us. He in turn had been, had got communications from Keelings workers who were working on the fruit farms well, I was going to say they were walking on the fruit farms in North Dublin, but in some of the cases, as we found out, they didn't know where they were walking. They knew they were in Ireland. They didn't know where else they were. They didn't know where they were walking, where they were billeted, what county they were in. Turned out some of them were in Loud, Some of them were in North Dublin. Drogheda, Dundalk, Thamund I think Laytown at the time. St Margaret's. Some of them seemed to be in accommodation on fields. Um, and they spoke to um, Ritchie McRitchie uh, and in turn to us, to come into our offices, um, we got translators. They were from Bulgaria. Yep, of course they were. They had been hired by the same man locally who had rounded, rounded up them, hired them, and had signed contracts, they'd been promised riches Come to Ireland, they get so much work, so many hours a week, such rates of pay. They had to pay this guy, the Bulgarian guy, they rounded them up. Um, All legal, supposedly. And then they had to kind of pay airfares and things, and well, they would be deducted, their accommodation would be deducted when they got here, and if there were any other issues. Lots of deductions. Um... We sat down and we got legal advice. I think I said that. And we recorded these interviews. Recorded them in writing. Recorded them like this. Verbally. We took photographs. They give us photographs of where they were living. Now let's talk a little bit about Keelings for a minute. Keelings the farms. They're, 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 they're around the place. They're up and loud in that as well. But I think the majority of them are, are, are not very far from where I am now. Uh, at the back of the airport, a place called Brazil, funny enough. Uh, in and around there, in North Dublin. They have a factory up there. You can drive up to the factory and look at the factory. But the fields are, are for miles around. They have a shop. I won't be going to the shop. I've been boycotting Keelings for two years now. See some people online starting a boycott. Go for it. I've been boycotting them for two years. Since I met the workers. The migrant workers. So, I went up there one Saturday afternoon. I was driving around and... You know there was a field there was a path and there was i could see greenhouses and i wonder what's going on you know people were talking about the numbers in the fields about health and safety but no facilities but no toilets no washing you know now this is normal in agriculture but you have some facilities anyway i tried to go in and have a look couldn't get in i think i was trying to get into fort knox Drove another mile or two down the road, went up another laneway into another field. Wasn't getting in there either. I think three different times. So don't you know if you don't know what's going on in there, go up and try to find out. You won't find it that easy. Maybe don't worry about people stealing the emergency strawberries. Maybe that's why it's all closed off the way it is. Anyway. a plane arrived yesterday you all know this I think everybody in Ireland listening to this knows this at this point a plane arrived yesterday the chart of the plane from Ryanair would be them wouldn't it and 189 people now this wasn't a plane made to carry 600 and they could put on 189 and use every third seat which still wouldn't provide the required social distancing okay Even even if it was one of those planes but it wasn't Claim was packed, no social distancing whatsoever. the The cabin crew were shocked at the conditions and the people and the confusion in a pandemic. They arrived in Dublin Airport. The Dublin airport workers were shocked to see the the size of the group emerging. with seemingly no precautions, no provisions. Then they were putting buses. Have you looked at the Dublin bus lately? I have. About 80, 90% of the seats are blocked off. It's got these yellow tags on them. So that if you go on the bus, you won't be sitting near to anybody. Well, the buses that picked up the Keelings uh, workers at Dublin airport yesterday, and there's rumors of another plane haven't come in today, by the way. Uh, didn't have any of that going on. I oh, know. load them all up onto the bus. And now, we're told, they're off in, um, their, inverted commas, ACCOMMODATION. Hmm, come to the ACCOMMODATION in a second. I kinda went to sleep last night, what's gonna happen with Keelings now? They've really pushed the boat out now, haven't they? What's gonna happen? Well, I knew what was gonna happen. They were gonna hire a big fancy damn expensive public relations company. They were going to come up with all sorts of lines. And then the airwaves were going to be open to them. To explain themselves reasonably. Because that's what happens in Ireland. It's all so reasonable. If you're Keelings. Of course it is. The inner circle. It's how the inner circle operates. So now, one of the lines of spin is as follows. All the workers were swabbed, in Bulgaria, before they got on the plane. That's just what we're told, they were swabbed. Swabbed? What's that? Is that a test, is it? Is the swab the same as a test? Or is there a different thing? And has it got a result? Because I'm more interested in the result than the swab. And where is the swab or the test? Is it in Bulgaria or is it here? Is it in the laboratory? Is it being tested? Because we're told, not only are we told, but we know that it takes days to get the results of these tests. But they were, they were swabbed getting on the plane. And, and then they got on the plane and they arrived in Dublin Airport. Where's the results of the tests? Now, these things are important. I'll tell you why they're important. I buried my mother three weeks ago in the middle of this mess. There was a pitiful attendance at her funeral, of necessity. She was a woman of 87 years of age. She'd lived her whole life in her community. Everybody knew her. Nobody could go to the funeral. I haven't been able to go to see her grave. My sister was buried three weeks before that. I haven't been able to go to see hers. I haven't seen my children in four weeks. Are we all in this together or not? Every time I go out in my car and I've no issue with it, or nearly every time, there's a guard at a checkpoint, if not stopping me, pretty close to me. I've no problem with it. They're very polite. They're very nice. They're doing their job. They're putting themselves in danger to do their job. So I've no issue. But is that we're either all in it or we're not. We're not all in it, though, are we? I woke up last week Walking from home 10 to 9 Jackhammer digging up the footpath I might as well have been under the bed if It was that noisy Walking from home It continued for three and a half hours The guards didn't have a problem with it I didn't make a big issue of it on the last podcast I might have referred to it in passing The guards didn't have a big issue with it So the building contractor turning up With his three trucks And his five people And his Jackham His Jackhammers Wasn't a swords accent in sight by the way Irish accent, sure, but way down the country somewhere. TLI they were called. Working for Aircom. Guards thought that was okay. As if Aircom is some sort of respectable co- company of air. Aircom used to be a pillar of the state. It's a sh- it's a meaningless shell of venture capital now. That's all it is. But some guy had something on his phone from Aircom that these contractors were do- putting in some emergency internet connection. Like we don't live in Ballydee Hub by the way We live in Swords I doubt there's a house within 20 kilometres of me That hasn't got an internet connection But anyway Leaving that as it is If you're TLI and your are Aircom it's okay If you're Keelings it's okay If you're Keelings Inner Circle Keelings Big bucks, Keelings. Enough to charter an airplane, Keelings. Own half an hour Dublin, Keelings. Get yourself appointed to a state board there, Hot Racing Ireland, Keelings. Friend of government and ministers, Keelings. Get a spin doctor, get on the airwaves, talk nonsense about swabs. And now we're told that the, that the 189 workers, God loved them, God loved them ripped away from their families in a pandemic for the shambles that they're quarantined, we're told. Not quite sure where, but i tell you something else. I've seen the accommodation in 2018. we got pictures of it. Do you know what those workers see most of the time? They see a field or they see a bunk. That's most of the time. That's what their life is made up most of the time. A field or a bunk. The accommodation I've seen, I wouldn't want to spend two waking hours in it. And I live in a very small apartment myself, but by God. I wouldn't want to spend two waking hours in it. And these poor souls are now locked up, we are told, till Monday week. That's not 14 days, by the way. It's about 10 days. Another little detail. Might be inconvenient for big bucks keelings. Spin doctor. So the workers are quarantined away now in this accommodation for 10 days. Well, maybe they are and maybe they aren't. I don't know whether I have more sympathy for them if they are than if they aren't. Listen, let's get real here. I've been critical of the government and some of the steps taken in relation to this pandemic. I've been critical. Not going to go on and on about it again, I suppose. Safe to say. I think cancelling an international rugby match while allowing the rugby fans to travel from Italy was probably the most stupid decision taken at a political level in this country in the bizarre and disgraceful history of stupid political decisions since independence. It was that bad. Absolutely abominable stupidity. It's done now. And it looks like, it looks like the vast majority of the people who are making the sacrifices. Me, you and everybody else making the sacrifices. Missing family, stuck at home, people struggling financially. People worried about our futures, worried about their families. Some people worried about mental health issues. We're making the sacrifices and it looks like, it looks like, you know we haven't had the, the horror figures, all the figures are horrible of course, we haven't had the awful figures that they might have been predicting two or three weeks ago. So a bit of credit to Tony Hulaghan, a bit of credit to the government, uh, the, 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 what they call the interim government as I call them, or the caretaker government. A bit of credit, yeah okay, they get some, they've get they got some things right. But come here, is this reasonable or is it not? We're entitled to demand that we're in this together. And if we're in it together, we're in it together. And it isn't good enough for the big bucks to carry on as if nothing was amiss. To go around chartering the planes, digging up their footpaths, bringing people in here and giving us, feeding us nonsense then about swabs and quarantine. So, I hope to God That all those 189 souls that arrived here yesterday And if more arrived today Are safe That's the first thing And I hope to God That they're able to go out and work Sometime soon But what I hope more Is that we As a country As a society Wise up Can we just wise up And stop Falling For this This you know, different rules for different sections of society. The I'm alright jacks, and then the rest of us doing the right thing, putting on the green jersey, pulling together, pick your own cliche. That's what we're all doing. So, listen, believe it or not, I'm nearly finished my two kilometre walk now. And I didn't steal a single strawberry, promise. the next podcast the one that this was supposed to be this is a very short podcast I don't even is this about the shortest podcast in the history of podcasts ever? I I had to get this off my chest anyway really did Um, but the next podcast is with my friend and comrade uh, Nalini Stamp uh, who from the Working Families Party who's in um, Brooklyn the United States and Nalini's been struck down with Covid and she hasn't been well this week I was a bit worried about her during the week um, but she's back in communication again and She's, she's recovering. And she's a fantastic person. And I, I hope we can talk to her soon on here about the nonsense that she has to put up with and that, that the poor people of New York have to put up with with that, with that fool to put in the White House or that some people put in the White House. It was more incredulous by the day what's going on over there. And it really does make our government look brilliant. <laughs> it really does. Um, amazing. Like, you know, how do you look good? Being the same business as Donald Trump amazing but she has to put up with some rubbish and we have to put up with a little bit less rubbish here but still this keelings thing's not good guys so thanks for listening thanks for uh please share uh the tour edition of left is right and you and yours be safe bye